Hey y'all, Rochelle here. And Lynn. If you like our podcast, be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform. Or share us on social media so more folks out there can join the Idgits and Aspets family. And don't forget to subscribe as well so you automatically have our newest episodes. Okay, so I'm just going to start out making it weird. <laughs> Let you guys know that I have not been sleeping well, so I am a little cracked out. So if I sound like I've had a lot of coffee, um, yeah, that too, but uh, I'll try and keep it not crazy. We'll see. All right. <laughs> so, <all> so, <laughs> so we are um, talking about season nine, episode seven called Bad Boys. We start out in Hurleyville, New York. Uh, we see two kids running outside. It's almost nighttime. It's really foggy. Uh, the first kid says, ah, wait up. <laughs> and the second kid, kid says, hurry, he's right behind us. Come on, come on, hurry. The first kid, kid says, go, go, go. It's open. And then they run into a barn and hide. Uh, then a kid with glasses walks in. His name is Timmy. Um, he says, come on guys, the barn is a no fly zone during hide and go seek. And then we hear a man's voice yell, boys, come on, you delinquents time for bed. So the man walks into the barn. His name is Jack. He says, all right, game's over boys. Let's bring it in. And he looks around for the kids, but doesn't see them because they're hiding. He says lights out was 10 minutes ago. And he shines his flashlight around looking for the kids. He kind of mutters under his breath, like you little bastards. <laughs> and then he yells again. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, but just then the man gets spooked um, a little by the fact that he can see his own breath. And we hear kind of an eerie supernatural sound. <laughs> the man, I know. I know. The man, Funny enough. <laughs> I know. Weird, huh? <laughs> the man says, you got to the count of 10 and you better come out or the belt's coming off. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. That's not funny. But um, <laughs> my mind went to something much dirtier than horrible. <laughs> That's no, even worse. <laughs> yeah, that is. I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So uh, we're going to just move along. The man's uh, flashlight start. What did I say his name was? I don't know why I keep calling him the man. Oh, no. His belt's coming off. Now I'm talking about his flashlight. <laughs> Jack's flashlight, huh? Jack's flashlight starts flickering <laughs> and dying <laughs> so he hits it to try to get it to work again and um just then the tractor forklift thing what was that in there with the spikes what's that called um you know i i don't know i don't know either it's You're some sort of tractor Thing, okay. but I don't know like what specifically that is because I've never actually seen or used one so. yeah okay well it's got the spikes coming out it's kind of <laughs> like a forklift yeah but I don't I mean looks kind of like a forklift anyway but I don't know what the like purpose of it is like I don't know yeah. what it does or is okay. supposed to do okay well it turns on the lights turn on uh Jack says boys come on this isn't funny so the tractor forklift thingy starts moving towards the man even though or aka jack as he starts backing up away from it um he falls and lands on his back the tractor's still coming and so he kind of scrambles backwards um he gets up and uh kind of backs up until he's against the barn wall 
Uh, then we see the barn from the outside and we hear him scream as the forklift like pierces through the wall and impales Jack. It's very Uh-oh. bloody. Yeah, it's not good. You don't really live through that. So no. Yeah. So Jack is dead. That's <laughs> and a one and done situation. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. So we get our opening title sequence. So we cut to the bunker library. Sam wanders into the room. Uh, nobody's there, but he's looking around. He says, Dean, Kevin. And then Sam heads for some library bookshelves and pulls a book off the shelf. It is The Marvelous Land of Oz by L. Frank Baum. Uh, he looks at it and then sits down to read it. Uh, his cell phone starts buzzing and he looks annoyed. He puts the book down and gets up to get the phone. Um, he looks at the screen, but doesn't recognize the number. Uh, so he answers and says, hello. Dean comes in the room from behind him and Sam says into the phone, I'm sorry, but there's no, uh, there's no D dog. Uh, <laughs> but then Dean grabs the phone from him and says, I got it. I got it. Uh, into the phone. Dean says, Sonny. Hey, so what's up? Okay. All right. Yeah. Just sit tight. I'll be there as soon as I can. And then Dean hangs up. Sam says, so what was that all about? D dog. <laughs> Dean says, you remember when we were kids that spring in upstate New York, dad was on a Rougarou hunt. Uh, we uh, crashed at the bungalow colony with the ping pong table. Sam says, yeah, uh, you disappeared. Dad came back. You were gone. He shipped me off to Bobby's for a couple months and went and found you. You were lost on a hunt or something. Dean says, that's what we told you. Right. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Confession time. Sam says, I'm sorry. That's what you told me. Dean says, truth is, uh, I lost the food money that dad left us in a card game. I knew you'd get hungry. So I tried taking the five finger discount at the local market and got busted. I wasn't on a hunt and they sent me to a boy's home. Sam says a boy's home, like a reform school. Dean says, yeah, more or less. It was a farm and the guy who ran it, Sonny. He, uh, you know, he looked after me. Sam says, wait, does Sonny know what we do? Dean says, yeah, he's good people. I gave him the number to the bat phone and it sounds like he's got something in our wheelhouse. So, hey, you're going to be cool to do this or are you too tired? Sam says, uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'll be fine. Dean says, and everybody's okay with heading out to the Catskills. Sam looks confused and says, I am everybody. <laughs> like, um, okay. <laughs> Dean says, yeah, right. All right. Grab your stuff and we'll head out. Sam says, hey, Dean, I mean, why didn't you just tell me you went to a boy's home? Dean says, I don't know. Uh, it was dad's idea. And then it just, you know, the story became the story. I was 16. Uh, so we cut to the boys in the Impala. Uh, we see a sign for Sunny's home for boys. Dean pulls up and parks between some farm fields and a house. Sam says, you were here for two months and dad couldn't find you. Dean says, oh no, he found me. He found me quick, but he left me here because I lost our money. Um, like what? what kind of bullshit is that? I mean, like I can understand if it's like, you're going to stay here and like work it off and then I'll come get you later sort of thing. But like, <laughs> you know, like just leaving him like i don't know 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, Dean shouldn't have gambled his money, but like also Dean shouldn't have to have the money to feed his little brother without their dad for months. You know? Yeah. No, like, no, no. Maybe you should be around, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. Okay. So we see that Timmy um, is watching from an upstairs window. Sam says to Dean, you were 16. You made a mistake. Dean says, yeah, I made the mistake. He gets out of the car and says, look, I know how you think. None of this is dad's fault. Um, and we see that Timmy is still watching while holding an action figure doll. So Sam and Dean go to the front door and knock a middle-aged woman, um, with like a large cross on a necklace. I thought this was a rosary. I don't know why I'm thinking, I mean, I, do mean you it, I guess it could be both. Do you do that with rosaries? Is that like not, a, do you not wear cold? them? I mean, maybe, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know much about the rosaries, but I think it's possible that somebody would wear one. Yeah. I'll ask Eric. He'll know. Okay. Um, bump, bump, bump. So she answers the door. She does not look happy. She folds her arms and looks at them a little menacingly. Dean says, hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. Her name is Ruth. She says, what can I do for you boys? Dean says, I'm Dean. This is my brother, Sam. And we're old buddies of Sonny's. Ruth says prison buddies. Like, Dean- great. This is just what I need. <laughs> Dean awkwardly swallows and Sam awkwardly coughs. Dean says, no. Uh, Do you mind telling him we're here? Ruth pauses and then says, I'll go get him. I just mopped this floor. So you take off those those roach stompers. (laughs) So Sam and Dean look down at their- Yes, sir. Exactly. Yeah. You don't fuck around with this Ruth character. (laughs) Uh, So Sam and Dean look down at their boots and then kick him off. Uh, Sam says quietly to Dean, so Sonny's an ex-con, huh? Dean says, what? And we're such angels? Trust me, he's more than made up for it. So they go inside and Dean looks at the couch in the living room and has himself a little memory. <laughs> so we cut to the flashback. We see a deputy sheriff named Billy um, talking to Sonny, uh, who is a guy with very large uh, sideburns, kind of like Sam style from season. What was that with the big sideburns? I don't know. I, the bad know. one. <laughs> yeah, the, the bad burns. It was the yeah. bad one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're in a living the living room. Dean is sixteen and sitting on a couch. He's got handcuffs on. Uh, Deputy Billy says Stephen Hewlett caught him red-handed stealing up at his store. Sonny says, so what do you take? And the deputy says, get this, peanut butter and bread. <laughs> so Sonny looks at young Dean and says, okay, and how about a family? The deputy says, well, his old man called. Once he found out what happened, he said to let him rot in jail. And young Dean looks down at his knees at that. Like, sounds uh, about right. <laughs> yeah, sounds about super fucked up. John also Winchester. Dead. Yeah. Yes. The deputy says the judge is off on a fishing trip and the boy's too young to leave in county. So he thought it best he stay here till arraignment. Sonny says, I don't see why not, man. Uh, the deputy says, appreciate it, Sonny. Uh, Billy, the deputy, has been wearing his sunglasses this whole time. He takes them off and Sonny uh, notices that Billy has a black eye. Sonny says, where'd you get the shiner? And then young Dean starts laughing, which is not the right thing to do. (laughs) Uh, uh, The deputy says to Dean, do you think that's funny? Dean says, I think you're slow. (laughs) 
the deputy says, you sucker punched me. And Dean says, you wish. <laughs> and then Sonny says, come on now, uh, Billy, I got this, buddy. It's all right. So Billy comes down and leaves. And young Dean kind of cheekily waves goodbye to him. Sonny do well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sonny says, you shouldn't do that, kid. Dean says, yeah. Why? Because he's a cop? Sonny says, because when you make him mad, he leaves with the key. And then Dean realizes that he's still wearing cuffs and shakes his head unhappily. <laughs> well, my big fat mouth got me. Yep, again. <laughs> yep, yep. So Sonny watches this with a little smile on his face. And then he leans forward and picks up a paper clip from an ashtray on the coffee table. Sonny says, eh, don't sweat it. So he sits in front of Dean and takes his cuffed hands to open the cuff. Um, Dean's forearms are like bruised and red as if like they were like bound kind of like he had like rope like he was grabbed. Someone. Yeah. It yeah. looks like finger marks to me. Oh, okay. All right. It looked like bindings to me, but like trying to get out of like rope, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not that that's ever happened to me. So I don't truly know what that would look like. And yeah, for that, I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy about that. Uh, so Sunny looks at his arms with concern. He says, did the deputy do that? Uh, young Dean shakes his head and Sonny says, what your old man? And Dean shakes his head. No. Sonny says, well then how'd you get it? Young Dean looks at him. And then after a pause says a werewolf. So Sonny looks at Dean for a long moment and then just says, okay, (laughs) (laughs) you weirdo. (laughs) So uh, Sonny goes back to working on the cuffs and opens them up with the paperclip and takes them off. Sonny stands up and starts walking out of the room. Dean stands up too, shaking his hands out and says, so how do you know I won't just run away? Sonny says, because you're hungry. Dean says, no, I'm not. <laughs> Sonny says, well, then why'd you steal bread and peanut butter? Uh, young Dean just shrugs and says, so what is this place anyway? Sonny says, it's for boys like you. You work the land, teaches you some discipline and responsibility, keeps you out of trouble. Dean laughs and says, that's lame. Sonny says, beats jail. Come on, I'll fix you something to eat. So we cut back to the present day. Dina is smiling at the memory. Sonny walks in. He's wearing glasses and his long hair is pulled back into a ponytail now. Sonny says, (laughs) D-Dog. Dean says, Sonny, good to see you. Sonny says, hey, you too, brother. And they hug while Sam watches. Sonny says, oh, and this must be Sam. Sam says, good to meet you. Sonny says, back at you, brother. Dean says, so farm looks uh, nice. Sonny says, oh, please, man. It's barely standing. Only got a handful of kids working around here now. Dean says, why is that? Sonny says, because these days the system would rather incarcerate a boy than redeem him. And Ruth is kind of eavesdropping, wiping a table down nearby. Sam notices and says, hey, Sonny, uh, do you mind if we talk alone? So Sonny turns to Ruth and says, hey, Ruth, would you uh, please go check on the boys and make sure their morning chores are getting done? So Ruth leaves. Dean says, all right, so what's happening? Sonny says, well, you remember Jack, don't you? Dean says, yeah, the uh, tough old leatherneck. Sonny says, mm-hmm. Well, somehow that ancient, rusty, broken down tractor just roared to life and ran him over the other night. Sam says, maybe it just uh, slipped out of a park or something. Sonny says, couldn't have. 
you know, I never, uh, I never believed in any of this mumbo jumbo stuff you boys are into, but something ain't right. Sam says, what do you mean? Sunny says, well, just things started happening, you know, lights flickering on and off strange scratching sounds coming from inside the walls, windows and doors slamming. Dean says, all right, you think you can round up the boys while we take a look around? Sunny says, well, that shouldn't be a problem. Most are home on break. Well, except those with no home worth going to. Dean says, hmm. And then Sunny walks out of the room. Dean says to Sam, all right, why don't you take the house and I'll check the barn? Sam says, yeah. So we cut to upstairs. Sam walks into a bedroom full of beds lining the walls. It's totally quiet. He notices that one of the beds has some occult symbols kind of notched into the bedpost. Um, he pulls off uh, several layers of taped name labels. There's like Kevin, and he pulls that off, and another one says Daryl. And he just keeps pulling off tape until he comes to one that says Dean W. And he looks at it kind of amazed. Um, he hears a sound and pulls out a knife and starts walking towards the opening or the open door of the adjoining room. And we see Ruth. She's on her knees praying and she gets up suddenly alarmed when she notices Sam. Sam says, hey, I'm so sorry. I thought I saw something. Uh, Ruth says, like a ghost. Sonny told me you were old friends, but I know why you're really here. That's why I was praying for us. Sam says, praying for what? Ruth says, for the ghost that haunts this farm to leave. So we cut to the barn. Dean opens uh, the barn door and goes inside. Uh, he shuts the door and walks through and whips out his old EMF detector, which makes a lot of noise. Dean says, all right, Casper, where are you at? Uh, he puts the EMF back in his pocket. And he hears a kid's voice and walks towards it, opening another door to a very dim room. Dean calls out, hello. And he reaches out to still a swinging light bulb, which is super creepy, I think. Uh, he says, anyone here? And Dean whirls around when he hears the sound and it's Timmy. Dean says, hey kid, what are you doing in here by yourself? The kid says, fighting monsters. Dean says, what kind of monsters? Because you kind of seem creepy. <laughs> yeah. That's yep. real. You, know, you just yep. show up out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> the kid says, all sorts, with Bruce the monster smasher. And the kid holds up his action figure doll. Dean says, hmm, is that his cape? A little impractical for smashing monsters, huh? You could, you know, like choke. And then the kid kind of pushes a button on the doll. And the doll says, I clobber evil. <laughs> Dean laughs a little and says, I bet you do. He says, I'm Dean. And he holds out his hand. Timmy shakes his hand kind of weirdly limply, like grabs Dean's fingers. And yeah, it's not the right handshake. <laughs> like, here you go. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of one of those like kiss, kiss hand sort of handshakes. Yeah. You know? like- <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, Dean says, let's try that again. If you're going to be a man, you got to learn how to shake like one. Okay. So give me your best Kung Fu grip. Good. They shake again. Dean says, now look me straight in the eye. Let me know you mean business. Shake as hard as you can. And so they do. Dean says, that's it. You shake like that. You'll be all right. Timmy smiles. And Dean says, hey, Timmy, did you know Jack who worked here? Timmy nods and says, mm-hmm. Dean says, what can you tell me about him? Timmy says, he yelled a lot. He was yelling when he had his accident. <laughs> Dean says, how do you know that? Timmy says, 
because me and the other boys were playing in here when it happened. Dean says, did you see anything? And Timmy shakes his head. No. Dean says, is there anything else about that night that you can remember? Anything at all? Timmy says, it suddenly got really cold. Uh, can I go? I have to finish my chores before Miss Ruth gets mad. Dean says, that Ruth, she runs a tight ship, huh? Yeah, you better roll. So we cut back to Sam. Ruth says, I grew up in this town. I used to come up here as a little girl. The, uh, I'm going to say this wrong. The Wasserlofs. It's just, just the last name. I don't know. <laughs> that I said totally wrong. <laughs> I she don't says, remember. Yeah, she <laughs> says, Howard and Doreen, they used to own this farm back then. My coworker, Jack, may he rest in peace. He worked here as a farmhand. Howard was a nice man, but well, when he got into that corn liquor <laughs> and one <laughs> night he got it into his thick skull that Jack and his wife, Doreen were rolling around in the hay. It wasn't true, but Howard's paranoia got the best of him. So what happens to, when you get too into moonshine, you start seeing things. <laughs> exactly right. Yep. Uh, she says he tried to kill them both. Jack got away, but Doreen, Sam says he killed her. Ruth says with a meat cleaver. <laughs> That's not funny. I don't know why I laugh in those moments. <laughs> I'm sorry. I will try and work on that. <laughs> Ruth says got life in jail, which for Howard ended, ended a year ago. He always swore he'd get his revenge on poor old Jack and looks like he finally got it. Sam says, is Howard buried here in town? So we cut to a cemetery at night. Sam says, so dad didn't want you to tell me. How come? Was this place really so bad? Dean says, I don't really remember. I mean, look, nobody bad touched me. Nobody burned me with their smokes or beat me with a metal hanger. I call that a win. Sam laughs a little. And as they are digging, Dean hits something hard with a shovel. He says, hey. And then they uh, brush off the coffin and open it up to reveal a corpse. So they pour salt all over it. Dean says, all right, let's barbecue old McDonald here and get the hell out of Dodge. So they toss a match um, and watch the burning happening. <laughs> we cut to daytime and we see the Impala driving away from Sunny's. Uh, we cut to inside Sunny's. Ava Maria, or Ave Maria. I put Ave. It looks like Av. It's Ava, isn't it? Ava Maria? Ave song? Maria? Ave? <laughs> like the song? Is yes. That, yeah, is Ave it, Maria. Is it Ave? Oh, I <laughs> said Ava. <laughs> I was like, what are you, what? <laughs> uh, nobody knows what I'm talking about. Well, there's a song playing that's famous ave okay maria. ave maria okay mm. it's playing on an old-fashioned radio uh in the bathroom ruth ruth's cross is draped on the sink she's relaxing in the bathtub and then the lights start to flicker um but ruth does not notice this because she has a washcloth over her eyes and i have seen enough bathtub horror movies scenes where you do not put something over your eyes if you are chilling in a bathtub okay you just don't. You got your your slither slugs coming up at your crotch. You got your Freddy Krueger knife blades coming up at your crotch. You just you don't close your eyes in the bathtub. Okay, <laughs> everybody should know this. And like, also, what if you like fall asleep and then just go under? <laughs> I know that's a thing. You know, like maybe you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Are we saying that a bathtub is not the place to relax? <laughs> We're saying a bathtub is not the place to fall asleep. <laughs> okay. Just keep them P 
peepers open. <laughs> Jeepers, creepers. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So uh, frost starts forming on the mirror and Ruth's breath is suddenly visible. The shower curtain slides on its rings and then the whole shower curtain like falls on Ruth's face where it sticks uh, to her face. She starts struggling and screaming and trying to peel the curtain off of her face. Uh, but it's like plastered to her face. So you can't really hear. She's like, help, help. And Sonny knocks on the bathroom door. He's like, Ruth, you okay? What's wrong? But Ruth is not okay. <laughs> and she suffocates to death. Sonny says, open up, Ruth. Uh, and then we cut to a restaurant called Cuss's Place. <laughs> it's daytime. Sam and Dean are sitting. Cuss's. It's C-U-S apostrophe S. Cuss's place. Did Are I you sure that? it was wasn't Gus's? Uh, I'm not sure. No, <laughs> I'm not sure. I was like, that's an interesting name. That is place. interesting. Now I will. Uh, you should look that up while I read because now I want to know. I kind of oh like gosh. that it was called Cuss's place. Where would I find that though? Like, would it be on the IMDb like, or something? Or? I would Google like Super Wiki name of episode restaurant. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> okay. okay. So it's now daytime. Uh, Sam and Dean are sitting at a table. Dean has a weird smile on his face and is watching the waitress who is behind the counter laughing with some customers. Sam says, Dean, you don't even find just grabbing a burger to go somewhere, right? Dean says, what? And miss out on the best banana pancakes you ever had? Dean looks down at his menu and then has himself another memory. So we cut to Dean's flashback. Young Dean is uh, looking, he's at the same restaurant and he's looking at the menu um, and he's sitting at the table with Sunny. Dean says, thanks. Sunny says, no problem. I do this for all the boys after they've been here for a month. Dean says, I meant forgetting the charges against me dropped. Sunny says, well, being hungry is not a crime. It's a stealing. It's the stealing that is. But I feel if you only do that once, you don't deserve a record. And seeing as how we can't find your pops anywhere, you can stay here as long as you want, Dean. You're doing good in school. You're making friends. You made the wrestling team. I'm proud of you. It is Cuss's place. Ah! <laughs> I was like, that can't be right. It <laughs> it's, is. It's a weird name. It's a weird I name. I didn't notice the name of it, but I was like, maybe it was Gus? Not Cuss. Yeah. Really? You know, like, no, it's Cuss. Okay. I feel very proud of myself. <laughs> So that's a that's a pretty uh, unique name there. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what's up with that. Okay, so Sunny says, "Let me ask you something, and I want you to be straight with me. Are you into the whole heavy metal devil worshiping stuff?" Dean says, "What? No." Sunny says, "Hey, I'm not judging. It's just I found a few occult-looking symbols carved into your bedpost." Dean sighs and says, "It's a very long story." Sunny says, that story have anything to do with why you put the salt in front of your bunk door every night before bed? Dean says, well, it's a family thing, so I can't really talk about it. Sunny says, same family that left you here? Dean says, nothing, because that is awkward. Sunny kind of laughs and says, what are you, in the mob or something? Dean says, more like something. And he looks back down at his menu. Sunny says, I was part of this gang, right? They were my family. I lived, breathed. I would have even died for them. You know where it got me? 15 years in a correctional facility. And for what? 
being loyal to who I should have been loyal to myself because you get one shot at this game, Dean. And when you look in the mirror, you want the guy looking back at you to be his own man. Dean nods and the young wait or a young waitress uh, with the name Robin on her name tag comes over to her table to their table. (laughs) Robin says, Hey guys, Sunny says, Hey Robin, how are you? Robin says, I'm good. How are you? Sunny says, good. Meet my new ranch foreman here, Dean. So we cut back to present day. Dean is looking at the waitress who is in fact, older Robin. <laughs> no one saw that coming. <laughs> no, I know. Not, not one. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> she comes over to their table and says, hi, welcome to Cusses. What can I get you to? Dean says, bet you thought you'd never see me here again, huh? And Robin looks at him with like a blank, but friendly expression. <laughs> she says, uh, look, I'm a little slammed right now. Do you guys want to hear the specials? Dean says, Robin, Dean Winchester. Robin says, uh, Dean says, I used to live up at Sunny's. Robin says, oh, oh, uh, look, sorry. There's just, there's so many boys that pass through there. It's hard to remember every, every name and face. Dean says, yeah, uh, no, sorry. I just, I uh, remember you coming up there with your mom. She'd give guitar lessons. It was a long time ago. Robin says, yeah, mom. She loved helping out the boys. I guess that's why I kept giving lessons after she passed. She clears her throat and there's a very awkward silence. Uh, A woman in the diner says, hey, Robin. And Robin says, "Uh, would you excuse me? I'll be right back. And she walks away. Sam says, dude. Dean suddenly gets up and says, let's go. So a moment later, they're outside walking to the Impala. Sam says, what was that? Dean says, nothing. Sam says, nothing. Well, obviously it was something. Who was that waitress? (laughs) Dean says, (laughs) Dean says, I said it was nothing. All right, drop it. And Dean's phone starts ringing. So he picks it up. He says, Sonny, what? Uh, And I'm just going to interject with a little story for you. (laughs) This whole experience that Dean just had happened to me like a couple of years ago. Well, it was more than a couple of years ago. Was I married? I don't remember. I was with Eric and his um, friends, uh, a couple from uh, the East coast were visiting uh, Rob and Amelia and Rob and Eric met in the Marines. So they were just visiting and we went, we wanted to take them someplace fun. It was like daytime. So we're in Seattle. We took them to the unicorn um, bar. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Yeah, We went there. And um, so I must've been like, I don't know. I was like 30 or 31 around there Mm -hmm. probably. And the guy behind the bar was um, this guy that I used to work with at Borders when that was still a company. So I was mm-hmm. 18 and um, we had some interesting history. I'll just leave <laughs> it at that. Very interesting history. Most of it was drunken and <laughs> sexual and, you know, and yeah, very awkward, weird history. And it was a long time ago, right? Because I am hmm. not 18. <laughs> At that time, I was 30. So it was still a long time ago, That's right? That's still a decent amount of time, yeah. Yeah, and I look a lot different than when I did when I was 18, you know, in terms Most of- people do. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, in terms of like thickness and, you know, I just, I don't look the same. And I, he looked exactly the same, exactly. <laughs> he was wearing like the same fucking glasses, okay? Like he looked exactly the same. <laughs> 
And like, I just dude, like, nothing, not a thing has changed. Really? Not one thing has changed. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is not a person that this is a, not a very nice person. Like he is like a self-proclaimed asshole. Absolutely. Oh. That is true. Not okay. a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. He's a humorous person, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just, he's just a very good looking, attractive person. And that's why the history happened. So. <laughs> you know, we all make choices. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes make, they're not great, but you know yeah, what? We I, didn't, I didn't make great choices at 18. Nope. So Nobody does um, at 18. yeah. So I was like, Oh fuck. Like I'm going to have to like acknowledge this in front of my boyfriend, husband, whatever Eric was at the time, fiance, mm-hmm. even who knows. And, <laughs> um, I was, so I just walked right up to the bar cause we all did. And I was like, Hey, how's it going? You know? Cause mm-hmm. he looked exactly the same and, and he was like, I'm good. How are you? And I was like, Oh, I'm good. Like, uh, uh, how long you been working here? You know? And he's like, Oh, Oh, since it opened. And then he just like had nothing to say. And I was like, Oh my God, he does not recognize me or remember <laughs> me, which, you know, is possible, you know? Yeah. So I, and then it was, and then it was weird, you know, cause I didn't want to like introduce him to like the people I was with. Cause you know, like, who are you? (laughs) Who are you? And I didn't really want to remind him of the time we spent together (laughs) and who I was. Yeah. Because, well, also as a side note, like when we were hanging out, which was quite a bit for like, I don't know, six months of my life. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, his best friend, um, was this guy named Ian, who is this little adorable, funny person that I adored. And he, um, after the whole, like I stopped working at borders, we didn't hang out anymore or, you know, do the, do the sex and um, um, his friend Ian um, got hit by a drunk driver and died and it was awful. And I saw this guy behind the bar, you know, after the fact and it had wrecked him. And that was kind of like the last I had seen of him. Mm -hmm. Why am I telling you this story? I Um, don't know. (laughs) um, Anyway, it was something like, oh, I didn't want to, I didn't want to remind him of that either. Like, you know, because we're all kind of, you know, entwined in a weird hangout, you know, scenario for six months. And I just didn't want to remind him of that whole time in his life, really. Mm -hmm. So in front of Eric and these people, he doesn't know at his (laughs) work, you know, it just didn't seem like the, the kind thing to do. So I was just like, okay, we'll order all this stuff. And then we went and sat at a table and not at the bar and, you know, the, he would come and like, give us our food and our drinks. And, and he just kept like staring at me, like obviously realizing that he should remember me, you know, because <laughs> he's that's just how like, I wait, was hold acting. on a second. Like, yeah. I'm and I don't inklings of, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he ever made the connection or not. And I, you know, I, I didn't want to bother him with those unpleasant memories of his best friend, you know? So, yeah. So we just left it at that. And I don't remember what I said to like Eric or his friends about it all. I think I was just like, oh, we used to work together and he doesn't yeah. remember me. So that's fine. You know, no big deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fucking weird. And I'm never going back to the bar, even though that is an awesome bar and everyone should go and have like, they have such fun drinks, right? Like, yeah, there's a uh, unicorn jizz mm-hmm. that you can drink and there's unicorn fried balls that you can eat and lots of other, you know. And then they have those like helmets that are all like bedazzled that you could like give them your license or whatever. And then they'll like let you take it and wear it around. And it basically looks like a giant, like, I don't even like it's, they say it's a unicorn horn, 
Mm-hmm. If not, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a really fun place. If you're ever in Seattle and want to just see something weird and fun, it's a cool place to go. Yeah. But okay. Anyway, I'm going to go back to this. Did I say something inappropriate? Probably. Should I not let Kelly listen to this episode? <laughs> Probably. Okay. All right. That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to be like, mom, what's jizz? So I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. okay so we cut back to sunny's place uh we are uh no what did i write here oh we're outside okay there's a county coroner's van and a police car sam and dean and sunny are watching sunny says i tried to get in saver but the damn door wouldn't open sam says locked sunny says there's no locks on the farm dean sighs and then says to sam that means our little field trip to the cemetery was a bust Sunny, is there anything else weird that you can remember? Sunny says, what? Because we're not chest deep and weird already, boys. <laughs> Dean says, I know, I know. I mean, anything, really. Sunny says, there was one thing. Ruth always had her rosary beads with her. Ha ha ha, it's a rosary. Um, but now I can't find them anywhere. Sam says, all right, uh, let's start with the Vicks, okay? I mean, both lived in the house. They both uh, worked closely with the boys. Dean says, all right, why don't I go have a chat with the Rugrats, see what's up. And then he walks off. Sam says, yeah, Sonny, you got any employee records on the victims? Sonny says, in my office, let's do it. So we cut to Dean uh, walking around the house. He hears some kids talking. The first kid says, come on, what are you going to do about it? You going to cry? The second kid says, Timmy, you're such a little weirdo. So Dean hurries over to intervene. He grabs kid number one, um, who is pushing Timmy up against the side of the house. Dean says, hey, 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 what are you doing? And then he grabs kid number two. He says, come here, huh? The second kid says, nothing. Dean says, Timmy, what's going on? But Timmy is silent. Dean turns around to face the bullies and he says, all right, you two, where were you this morning when Ruth had her accident? The first kid says, unless you're a cop, we don't need to tell you anything. Dean says, oh, okay, well, and then he pulls out, ass, you know? <laughs> he pulls out a fake ID out of his pocket and shows them and says, how about that? And then he shoves uh, the FBI badge in each of their faces. The first kid says, oh, we weren't even here this morning. Sonny sent us into town to get some chicken feed. We swear. Dean says, what about Ruth? What can you tell me about her? The second kid says, uh, we used to call her the warden. She was a real Bible thumping hard ass. The first kid nods in agreement. Dean says, obviously, what else? Anything different or weird that you can think of? The first kid says, you mean besides Timmy? And then both of the kids laugh while Timmy stands there looking very sad. Dean says, hey, either of you touch him ever again. I'm going to go all Guantanamo on you. Understand me? You get the hell out of here. Go on, get and then dean gestures and the kids scurry off dean turns back to timmy who is watching the bigger kids run away he steps forward and picks up his action figure dean says hey you and bruce okay timmy says yeah dean says listen to me guys like that they're cowards okay all you got to do is stand up to them one time and they'll stop i promise timmy says okay (laughs) which i mean that's a little vague I know, stand like, up okay, to so bullies, like, what do you really? want me to do about yeah. this like i would just like hit him in the mouth once you know, like, yeah, I'm, just, I, I'm just like 
punch him in the throat, knee him in the nuts, like, yeah, and then just run away. <laughs> like, that's my plan. If that happens to me. <laughs> Take okay. out their kneecaps and then yeah. walk away. <laughs> so we cut to inside the house. Sam and Sunny are walking through. Uh, Sam stops and looks at something on the wall. It's a bunch of plaques and awards. Sam says, hey, Sunny, wait, uh, what's all this? Sunny says, it's our Hall of Fame. We had some pretty great athletes come through here, including your brother. He was a Sullivan County 135-pound wrestling champion, which is adorable. Okay. So yeah. we cut back outside. Uh, the second kid that was bullying Timmy is mowing the lawn, and the first kid is raking. A car horn honks and drives up. And the boys turn around and see Robin, the waitress, getting out of her car with a guitar case. Robin says, hey, guys. And the second kid says to the first one, she could give me a lesson anytime. (laughs) The first kid says, gross. She's like ancient. (laughs) Um, I'm offended, but (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) The the second kid turns back to the lawnmower. It kind of uh, rolls over like a rock or something and is making a crazy sound. The kid says, what the hell? And he turns off the mower and tilts it. So it's laying on its side. And we see that the underside has Ruth's rosary caught up in its rotary bits. The (laughs) first kid comes over to look. Uh, The second kid says, what's that doing in here? And the first kid shrugs and shakes his head. So the second kid um, does some really stupid shit and reaches his hand in. It starts pulling out grass so like, he can get the rosary out. Like, why would you put your out. hand in a lawnmower, man? No, like, get a you... stick or something and, like... I know. Anything. Get anything. Even <laughs> an adult. Just get something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we see that Timmy is standing in the window, clutching his action figure and watching the whole impending lawnmower carnage about to happen. <laughs> um, so, kid number two is still working on the lawnmower. Suddenly, shockingly, the lawnmower turns back on. Um, The kid screams and we see his blood spray out all over the first kid who tries to help him. Uh, The second kid falls over and the lawnmower continues running. We see uh, Timmy watching in the house and a hand is uh, on his shoulder and we don't see whose hand it is. So we cut to Sam reviewing a file about Timmy in the house. Dean walks in. Dean says, kid's going to need about 8,000 stitches, but he'll be fine. How Sam's is he so- going to be fine? Like, what do you mean? Does 8, he 000? still? Would that not just like grind up your hand like hamburger? You know, like it would. He doesn't have a hand anymore. I'm like, assuming. How are they going to fix that with stitches? <laughs> no, they don't. No. Yeah. I wanted a little more information, but also I didn't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I want to know, but I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Sam says that kid was bullying Timmy before the accident, right? Dean says, yeah, why? Sam says, check this out. And he hands Dean the Timmy file. Sam says, Timmy was found in an abandoned building about a year ago, all by himself. No one was sure how long he'd been there. Dean says, and what about his parents? Sam says, well, they posted a picture on the internet, but no one, but no one ever showed up. Dean says, well, then what's he doing here? Shouldn't he be in an orphanage? Sam says he kept running away from child services. So about three months ago, Sonny offered to take him in. Dean says, all right. So hard ass counselors, bullies, 
all bite the dust, but Timmy's still standing. So what are we talking? We got ourselves a Damien on our hands. Sam says, no, EMF rules out a demon. So probably ghost possession. Dean says, meaning what? We find Timmy and shove a fistful of salt down his throat, forced ejection. <laughs> Dean sighs, points Sounds at like Sam. a lot of puke. <laughs> it does. Doesn't sound pleasant. No. <laughs> Dean says, you're taking the barn this time. And Dean turns around and heads out. So we cut to the barn. There are chains hanging from the ceiling um, and kind of rattling around. And I realized that this barn scene with the chains and the ceiling and the dim lighting and everything. Do you remember those like promos on the, you know, on TV before the show, like between seasons where it would show like Sam and Dean with their knives out, walking through like a dimly lit room with chains swinging around like this is that scene so like this is where they got that promo for i remember that but i almost never watched it like as it was airing though (laughs) i probably wouldn't remember it except for in one of the hillywood parody episodes i don't remember if it's the first one or the second one like they do that scene where they're in their you know like hilly and osric in their ghostbusters yeah swinging knives around and chains rattling yeah so this is from that so it sounds vaguely familiar, but like, I can't like place it, you know? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I was like, oh, this is, this is that, this is the hammer. <laughs> this is the time. So, okay. All right. So, um, Sam opens the same door where Dean found Timmy, um, some pigeons are making some bird noises. So Sam looks up and sees the rafters and there is a trap door in the ceiling. So he goes up the ladder Upstairs, he looks around, pulls out a flashlight, and there is uh, kids' drawings on the wall. Uh, the drawings show a happy family, and then another one shows a car driving with um, the word mommy spelled on it backwards. Um, then another drawing shows a car crash. There's lots of flames. And then there's another picture. It, it reminds me of like the ancient cave drawings, you know? Like, <laughs> I know, I know. Like Except I shouldn't have sad. laughed, but like yeah. I did kind of, you know? Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the final picture um, is what I assume is the mom throwing Timmy outside of a burning car. Uh, I, I put Timmy. We all know it's Timmy, but it doesn't say yeah. like, hi, I'm Timmy on the painting yeah. or anything. So anyway. We uh, know that that's who it's from. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So we cut back to inside the house. Dean is walking around and here's the guitar. So he walks to the living room and sees Robin on the couch playing the guitar. And he has himself another little memory. <laughs> um, in the flashback, young Robin is playing the guitar. Uh, it's in the same room. Dean is sitting beside her. She plays a few chords and they laugh. Robin says, so you've been in a lot of places? Dean says, yeah, my, uh, my dad likes to move around a lot. Robin says, what's your dad do? Dean pauses and then says, boring stuff. Robin says, do you like it? Dean shakes his head no and says, no, not really. But my dad expects me to follow in his footsteps. So I've kind of gotten used to it. Robin says, yeah, I get it. My pop wants me to take over the diner, but that's not happening. So what do you really want to do? Dean kind of hesitates. And Robin says, I want to be a photographer and see the world, go to strange lands, eat crazy food. Dean says, I want to be a rock star, (laughs) but I also really like cars. Robin says, being a mechanic seems rough. Dean says, what? 
no, no, not at all. Cars are freaking cool as hell. Fixing them is like a puzzle. And the best part is when you're done, they leave and you're not responsible for them anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) bye-bye. Right. Right. Uh, Then. Or you now go away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't treat girls like that, Dean. Okay. Um, (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) Robin uh, leans in to kiss him, uh, which she does, but he clearly hasn't done this before and doesn't know how to do it. Um, Robin says, have you kissed many girls? Dean says, what? Yeah, of course. Lots. Robin says, really? And she grabs his collar and says, well, I guess we'll just have to keep practicing. And she pulls him in for another kiss, which is pretty cute. <laughs> so back to reality. Dean is still standing in the doorway, staring at Robin, reliving that moment kind of creepily. And then Robin looks up and sees Dean. She says, oh, hey. Uh, what happened to you at the diner? I turned around to take your order and you were just gone. Dean says, long story. Uh, have you seen Timmy? Robin says, no, not yet, but he should be here any minute for his guitar lesson. Dean says, yeah, we're going to cancel that. Robin says, what? Dean says, we got to get out of here. Okay. I don't have time to explain. You just got to trust me. Robin says, trust you. And why would I do that again? Dean says, you do remember me. (laughs) (laughs) Got you. Yeah. (laughs) I know this didn't mean nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Robin says, how could I forget? And then we get a flashback. Uh, Dean, young Dean and young Robin are kissing on the porch swing. Uh, She puts a hand on his chest and he says, what's wrong? Robin says, I just hope this lasts. Dean says, I'm not going anywhere, Robin. Robin says, yeah, says you. Dean says, well, I can't. Who else would take you to the school dance? Robin says, is this your way of asking me to be your date, Dean Winchester? Dean says, yeah, how am I doing so far? And she laughs. Uh, We cut back to real time. Dean looks upset. He says, "There there were reasons why I had to leave. I don't have time to explain them to you right now. I gotta get you out of here. And he comes over to the couch and grabs her by the hand and pulls her up and out of the room. She says, hey, what are you doing? Suddenly, Timmy is behind them. Timmy says, I'm sorry. Dean kind of whirls around with Robin and says, sorry about what, Timmy? Timmy says, I can't stop it. And then a vase shatters against the door. Uh, Robin and Dean flinch and he yells, ah, (laughs) and she screams. Dean says, go, go, go. And he grabs her by the arm and pushes her into another room. Vases are flying in the air and crashing against walls. I have no idea why there are so many vases in this room. (laughs) Um, Dean grabs a fireplace poker and a lamp flies up and flies over their heads and they duck. Sam comes in through uh, the open door that they're heading towards. Dean yells, Sam, go. So Sam rolls around, but the door slams shut before he can get to it. Dean says, locked damn it. So Dean runs to the kitchen cabinet and grabs a box of salt and tosses it to Sam. Dean says, circle. Sam catches the box and starts to open it. (laughs) Go, go, go. Yeah. (laughs) Robin says, Dean, what, uh, what just happened in there? Dean says, okay, listen to me. Whatever happens, you stay inside the circle. Understood? Sam says, all right, Dean. And then Dean rolls around to see Timmy standing in the doorway with his action figure doll. Timmy says, I can't control her. Dean says, can't control who? 
Sam steps forward and says, your mom, right? Sam, Sam puts down the salt and goes over to Timmy. He says, Timmy, listen, we need you to tell us about the fire. Okay. Um, and then Timmy retells his story. He says, it was late and we were driving home when we crashed in the woods. Everything was on fire, but she saved me. She pushed me out before the car blew up with her in it. Sam says, but that's not all, was it? Timmy says, I ran through the woods. I found an empty building where I hid. I was scared. It was dark and cold. So I cried. I cried for my mom. And then she came. Sam says, but she changed, right? Um, or my notes here are weird. Uh, Dean says, I bet she gave you that cool action figure, huh? Timmy says, yeah, when I turned nine. Sam says, Timmy. And then a figure flickers in the kitchen near the refrigerator. It's a woman with blonde hair. She is horribly burned head to toe. She's not looking good. Nope. Sam says, I'm going to need that action figure. And then the spirit attacks Sam and throws him against the wall. Dean swings the iron poker through her, uh, which makes her disappear. Dean grabs the action figure from Timmy and puts it on the oven and turns the gas burner on. Timmy says, no, and watches sadly. Sam grabs Timmy and puts him in the circle of salt with Robin, who holds him protectively. Dean stands by the stove watching the doll burn. The action figure doll's voice says, I clobber evil. I clobber evil over and over. Uh, a wind kind of blows in through the window moving the salt uh, out of a circle shape Sam says it looks like it wasn't the action figure that was anchoring her here Dean Dean says then what is Sam says him and then we all look at poor Timmy Sam steps out of the broken salt circle to go to talk to Dean he says you know what I think maybe his mom can't let go and she's still protecting him from the grave Dean says, protecting him from what? What, from us? Sam says, maybe she doesn't know what threats are real and what's not. So she just attacks all of them. Dean says, great. So what, unless we waste the kid, we're sitting ducks? Robin says, this is crazy. (laughs) Dean says, Robin. And she steps out of the circle and runs out of the kitchen towards the front of the house. Um, Dean says, Robin, damn it. And he chases after her. He says, Robin, wait, catches her arm. She says, who are you? Dean says, right now, I'm the only thing that's keeping you safe. Robin is like, what the fuck ever? And turns <laughs> She's to leave. like, um, y'all are crazy. Yeah, <laughs> actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she turns to leave and turns right into the ghost of Timmy's mom, who has suddenly appeared. So ghost mom makes a hand gesture and Dean goes flying backwards into a wall. Ghost mom clenches her fist and Dean clutches at his heart in pain. Robin watches in horror. Um, from the other room, we hear Sam's voice talking to Timmy. He says, Timmy, we're going to need your help, okay? So hearing Sam and Timmy, ghost mom looks towards the kitchen and lets go of Dean's uh, heart. And who? And Dean gasps in relief. Ghost mom disappears. Um, in the kitchen, Sam is kneeling in front of Timmy. Sam says, listen to me. I need you to focus, okay? Ghost mom reappears behind Sam. Sam says, look, we're not here to hurt you. Ghost mom grabs Sam and pulls him backwards and throws him against the wall again. Dean comes rushing in. Dean says, Sammy. Ghost mom turns towards Dean and throws him backwards too. She clenches her fist 
and Dean groans. Sam looks at him. Timmy says, I can't stop her. Dean says, Timmy, you have to try. Ghost mom looks at Dean. Dean says, she came to you when you cried out for her. Now you have to tell her to stop and go away. Timmy says, she's my mom. Dean says, she's a ghost. Timmy, because she can't move on, she's going crazy, okay? You got to let her go. You'll be okay. Listen to me. Sometimes you got to do what's best for you, even if it's going to hurt the ones you love. Timmy adjusts his glasses and stands up and says, mommy, stop it. Dean says, Timmy, Kung Fu grip. (laughs) Timmy says in a louder and stronger voice, mommy, stop it. Stop hurting people. So Sam and Dean both gasp in relief as ghost mom lets them go. She turns to face Timmy and holds her arms out to him. Timmy says, you have to go. Never come back. I'll be okay. I promise. And then ghost mom's burned skin kind of fades away, leaving ghost mom looking whole and human and beautiful. She smiles at her son and she, as she holds her arms out to him, Timmy says, I love you too. Okay. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Lynn. <laughs> okay. I just need a moment. I'm going to take a drink of this soda that Killian just gave me. Okay. Uh, oh no, I'm joking. <laughs> Keep it together, man. <laughs> okay, I'm fine. You got this. Fine. I am like, I am like sadness sweating. Okay. Uh, all right. I got this. Okay. So ghost mom fades away. Timmy turns to Dean, who hugs him. Dean looks at Sam, who nods at him. Robin comes in the room. Uh, while Dean holds Timmy and pats him on the back. Um, I don't know if you guys can hear that buzzing sound in the background, but I clearly put my phone on vibrate and not silent. So I apologize for that. All I can hear is Maisie snoring next to me. So I'm hoping that people also can't hear her snoring. Next to me, but... <laughs> uh, I can't hear her. So oh, that's good. Probably, yeah, yeah. She's, she's not quite chainsawing yet, but <laughs> she'll that's get so there funny. probably. Okay. All right. So uh, what did I last say? Uh, Dean holds Timmy and pats him on the back comfortingly. So we cut to Sam and Dean and Sonny and Robin outside. It's nighttime. Timmy is watching from the porch. Dean's, uh, Robin says to Dean, so then this is the family business? Dean says, told you it was boring. Robin laughs and says, yeah, right. Dean says, well, as you can see, I did not run off to become a rock star. <laughs> Robin says, hmm, I don't know about that. He, he has worked pretty- on some cars, though. That's true. Mostly his own, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Robin says, you look pretty rocking to me, Dean Winchester. And Dean chuckles. He says, and what about you? Robin says, I mean, I always thought that I would hate being in the same little town my whole life. And, you know, taking over the diner like dad always wanted. But I don't. I just, I love it. Dean says, I guess we didn't know everything. We thought we did at 16, huh? Robin says, not everything, just some things. And she kind of stands up on her tiptoes and kisses Dean on the cheek. Then she walks to the porch to be with Timmy and Dean waves to them both. Sonny comes up to Dean and says, sounds like Timmy's going to need some help adjusting. Dean says, yeah, but he's got you. Sonny says, I always hate to see you go, D-Dog. And they shake hands. Sonny says, can't thank you enough for this one, man. And then they oh, hug. Oh, D-Dog. <laughs> oh, D-Dog. Yep. 
Also, when he said, I hate to see you go, I wanted to be like, but I love, I love to watch, to watch you. Watch you. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, that's probably accurate, right? <laughs> Dean, Dean says, Sonny, we'll see you around. Sonny says, you can bet on that, boys. Take it easy, man. And then Sonny and Dean slap each other's shoulders one last time. And Sonny walks off. Sam and Dean are alone together at the Impala. Sam says, hey, how did you know Timmy asking his mom to leave was going to work? Dean says, I didn't. Total Hail Mary. Got lucky. Sam says, you just got lucky? Dean nods. Sam says, kind of like you did with this place. I mean, here I was thinking this was the worst party for life, and it turns out it was the best. Why'd you ever leave? Dean says, never felt right. Dean says, really? Dean says, it was two months, Sam, okay? And I couldn't wait to get out of here. I don't know what to tell you. It, it wasn't me. So Sam kind of like accepts this answer sort of and gets into the car. And Dean pauses to look back at the house for one last memory. So in this flashback, young Dean is putting on a tie and wearing a button-down shirt, clearly getting ready for the school dance. Sonny comes in the room and says, oh, look at you. You clean up good. Dean says, thank you. You know, I, I never actually been to one of these school dances before. Sonny says, yeah, look, about that, Dean. Your old man's outside. And man, he's really something. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> Sonny says, I tried to tell him what a big night it was for you, Dean, and ask him if he could come back later, but he just said to tell you he had a job, and he said he, he said you'd know what that means. Dean is nodding and looking very emotional, but trying to tough it out. He looks at a picture of himself and Robin and holds back tears while Sonny watches. Sonny says, you know, after I got out of jail, this place gave me a second chance, and it's done the same for you, too. Dean nods. Sonny says, so if you want, I'll stick my neck out for you and I'll fight for you to stay. Dean is speechless and choking back tears. And then we hear uh, the Impala's car horn honk outside. So Dean goes to the window to look and sees a very young Sam holding a toy out of the window of the car, playing with it. Dean laughs and is choked up and turns back to Sonny, holds out his hand. There's a tear trickling out of his eye. Is this the first single man tear? I think what it is mean, the first single man tear. Well, I, I said there's a tear trickling out of his eye and I meant Dean's eye, not Sonny's eye. Oh, so is this Dean's first single man tear? No, I think we've had single man tears before, but he's 16. Oh, I, as, yeah. well, yeah. Okay. So like, I was like, no, we've seen it before. I yeah, mean, yeah. it could be the first single man tear. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I guess that wasn't important, but I just, I wanted, I wanted it noted. <laughs> no, it's good. I was just like, what are you talking about? We've seen them before. Like- <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Uh, so Dean says, Sonny, thank you for everything, but I have to go. So Dean and Sonny hug goodbye. We cut back to the present moment. Dean gets into the car where Sam is. Sam says, Dean, thank you. Dean says, for what? Sam says, for always being there, for having my back. Look, I know it always hasn't been easy. Dean says, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> and then Dean starts the car and they drive off into the night and credits. Okay. So before I get like super into my thoughts here, there is this bird <laughs> that is outside my window that Lynn can hear. So I know it's loud. It's not like consistent. It's just like every oh, now and then like, like a freaking beep, car beep, alarm. Beep. 
<laughs> like not to me yeah do, do, do. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> it's been going for the last like you know hour off and on and it's recently decided oh there he goes again hold on let's see yeah maybe not I don't hear it just caught up at the end of it um yeah so there it is. Did you see yeah, it? I heard, I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that bird's pissing me right off. <laughs> it's so, just trying to attract a mate so it can have little. It babies. is raining outside, dude. Calm your jets. You can't even probably fly anywhere, you know? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. So, yeah. So, if you hear a really obnoxious whistling sound, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> because it's very faint. Okay. I can't do anything about it other than just hope and pray that he'll go away. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> my thoughts other than the bird, uh-huh. um, I, I like D-Dog. <laughs> I think I like it's a D-dog. stupid douchey name for him, <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> yeah. I like that when Sam, cause Sam answered the phone, right. And he was like, no, there's not a D dog. And Dean, like immediately after all those many, many years, was, was like, like oh, I know, <laughs> yeah, like I know who's calling, you yeah. know, like, cause, cause what didn't he say he was like 16 when he was there with Sunny, right? Something like that. I think it like, was 16. Yeah. And 14 how old is 16, he? somewhere in that range. Yeah. And how old is Dean now? Like in, in where we are in season nine, I would guess like late thirties. Oh no. I was going to say 30. <laughs> so, oh no. He, wait, because he's, he's over 40 now. Yeah. Jensen is right. But he is only playing like a character. That's a couple years younger than his real age. Like maybe five at the most. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I thought he was younger than that. Mm-mm. No, no. Um, I don't know how we can find out this information. I mean, obviously the internet, but like, well, cause, okay. So I'm trying to think. So if Dean was born in like 79, right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think, I think it was 79. So if you, I'm amazed born... that you know that. Okay. Or no, I want to here fact check me on this. I'm going to spitball numbers. Okay. I think Dean was born in 79 and Sam was born in 83. You're going to have to do it because I'm fact-checking something else. Here. Oh. <laughs> you're like, you're like typing away and I'm like, waiting. you're like, no, nope, that's on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, okay. Dean Winchester birthday. Yeah. January 24th, 1979. Okay. Um, okay. Let's do this. Okay. Sam Winchester. I'm going to say 73 or 80, not 73, 83. Sam Winchester. May 2nd, oh. 1983. Oh, <laughs> okay. Both actors are a year older than their on-screen counterparts. Okay. So they so were just a so, year older. Yeah. And this would have been, so 2009. What? Young Dean? 16 year old Dean? Wait, no. So, or no, sorry, not 2009. Season nine was what year? Mm. <laughs> like 2010, um, 9, 11. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, when did they start? They started in 2005. Yes. Add nine to that. So it would have been like 2014, 13 or 2013. 14. 
13. Okay. So, oh, well, 13 and 14. It was like, yeah, a, yeah, both. Okay. So, and then I'm trying to math here and I'm not very good at math. <laughs> what is it? I'm not mathing. I'm Googling. No, no, I know. 83. <laughs> so, I'm like staring off in the distance trying to figure this out. Okay. <laughs> this is probably the most entertaining podcast ever. Like <laughs> listening to us trying to figure this out. Yeah. Okay. Everybody at home already has the answer and we are floundering. How old was Dean Winchester <laughs> in season nine? <laughs> we do lots of research. Uh-huh. Dean was 26, roughly 34 or 35. Okay. So huh. why did we get to this point? Why did we need to know that? Um, well, we were trying to figure out how many years he's held on to that. This one person that I knew when I was 16 calls me D-Dog and I'll never forget like how long, how much time in between D-Dog and oh, okay. so season 19. Like 20 years. Yeah. So that's a long time to remember someone calling you a particular nickname. Yeah. It wasn't like somebody who used to buff really, you know, <laughs> right? even then some of those are forgettable. <laughs> I'm going to say yep to that. Like, <laughs> that is true. Anyways. Yeah. I like D dog. We're going to move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so one thing that confused me a little bit, I mean, I guess it didn't confuse me, but like, so when the dude in the beginning got like ran through with the tractor and like it went through the barn door, right? The barn door was shut. Yes. Yes. Okay. And he was on the left side. Like, so if you're facing the barn door from inside, he was on the left side of the door. Yeah. Cause the wall was right there on his left side, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't remember where the barn door placement was on the wall. See, to be honest, I seem to think that that's like, that was the thing. Right. Okay. Um, and then later, so this is what confused me later when they went and showed, um, the barn door again on the left side, it was totally fine. But then they had, um, and so it looked like the barn door was completely fixed. And then okay. later on, when they showed it yet again, it had the puncture marks from the tractor, but it was on the right side. And that just like threw me all sorts of, threw all sorts of loops. That's so funny. I know I didn't notice any of that. Honestly, it's funny that you notice those sort of things. Huh. I like, I don't know. It was just weird. Cause to me, I was like, oh, that was the left side of the door. Cause that was like the opening of the barn door. Cause that's how it opened was on the left side and he was near the opening part of it. Right. From what I remember, I mean, I could totally be wrong, but I think that's where he was. And then like later there was the barn door seemingly was fixed and See, then I don't remember the were on the right side. <laughs> no, I don't remember like seeing it fixed. Like I, I just have no memory of that. So I, I don't know. I mean, it might not have been fixed. They might've just like shown it's very possible that they like, that I'm getting the whole like side that got punctured wrong, <laughs> you know? And like, they just know. showed the other side once. And then, um, they tried to, uh, 
or and then they showed the whole thing and then it was on the right side maybe I don't know but like it just like threw me through all sorts of loops I was like oh the barn door's fixed that was pretty quick and yeah. then all of a sudden like wait the puncture's on the other side like what's going on you know like is it like I mean could it be one of those doors that like slides like no no that doesn't make sense no. I mean it was a slider door I think yeah I think so so maybe it was just like open and so it was on the other side no because when they showed it when I saw the puncture marks on the right side both of the doors were shut okay I got nothing I'm sorry I, I don't, don't know, know it just threw me through a loop and it freaked me out a little bit so <laughs> I was like I don't know what to do with this information you know like I will go back and watch that because now I need to know. So we'll get back to you on that for sure. But yeah, it was just kind of like, um, I don't know. Did you fuck up? Yeah. It was just like, did you fuck up also? Like, am I getting distracted by stupid stuff? 100% yes. (laughs) That's all right. It's it's like this is, that that has nothing to do with the storyline. (laughs) <laughs> that's what okay. I had to focus on it yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. joys of ADD <laughs> so yeah anyway um, all good. my only other thought was that you know how Dean said he was either wanting to be a mechanic or a rock star like I feel like he could be both however I feel like it would be a little bit more exciting to see him as a mechanic and have like you know haunted cars or like you know, yeah. have him be like a Bobby singer, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And have his little that. like, you know, car shop or whatever. And like be doing that, like as a side hustle to like fund <laughs> yeah, hunting or something, you know, or like doing that to like, but maybe that's what Bobby did. Maybe he like used his like car, you know, stuff as like a way to like get money to buy all those like first edition weird books and like all yeah, that you know like yeah I could see that yeah that would it would be fun to me. it would be fun to see Dean as a rock star too of course because of we course, all know yeah. that's possible yeah yeah I mean Jensen has the, the ability yeah yeah right so you know huh. as, far, as far as like I don't know like your stereotypical like you know groupies and all that sort of stuff you know mm-hmm. <laughs> but Anyway, yeah, those are my thoughts. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was it. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, what was your favorite moment from this episode? Um, well, I, of course, I don't, I think I talked about this earlier in the moment when it was happening, but um, I do really like Dean's first kiss. So, okay. Like I've, I've experienced, um, what do you hear? Sorry. Steve just started like scratching underneath the door because he wants in and now Macy's barking at him. Hey. Okay. Go lay down. Her hair's like standing up. It really freaked her out. She was in a dead sleep and now she's like, oh my God. <laughs> There's a cat. Um, does, does Steve do that a lot? I've never seen him. He do does that, that every once in a while, but I don't think he thought that he she was in here for oh, some yeah. reason. I think he was just like, oh, like mom's in there. I want mm-hmm. in. Yeah, I didn't remember. And now she's seen herself in a reflection of the mirror that's on the floor. And she's very (laughs) concerned about it. (laughs) She's like, there's a dog in here. Like, oh, my God, where'd you come from? (laughs) But yeah, um, Steve has now run off because he got barked at. (laughs) Right, right. I get it. Anyway, Maisie. Maisie, come here. Go lay down. 
<laughs> I know, big yawn. Oh, I can girl. hear her. Good girl. Good lay down. She's like, I'm so tired. She went <laughs> on a play date yesterday with her mom and her dad and her brother. And like, there was like hmm. 12 dogs there total. And it was kind of like crazy trying to keep track of where her and Hunter were at like any given time, but yeah. it was fun. And she is exhausted. Hunter tried to get on the couch last night and like was very slowly trying to like push himself up on the couch and was like shaking. <laughs> he had Aww. ran around so much and was just like, Oh, oh you know? that's adorable. I mean, Hey, he needed the exercise. So yeah, fine, you know, Sounds like he had a good time. Oh yeah, he it. had a grand old time. Yeah. They uh, uh there was lots of shenanigans and mm-hmm. Maisie decided to jump full force into a uh um uh creek that was all nasty. So she was yeah. a little smelly there for a bit, but <laughs> yeah. did you hose her down or did you did she get in the car like that? Um you know, I couldn't tell you, but she was dry by the time we got into the car. I don't remember <laughs> if I hosed her down or not, or if Travis hosed her down or somebody else hosed her down. There was a lot of hosing dogs that happened because <laughs> like Hunter decided to roll in some sort of like green nasty poop, which I'm guessing was the pig poop because mm-hmm. they have a pig there that's like potty trained. Right. So like it's got a pooping area. No, like it just it can go outside to like poop and stuff. But like, oh, I think like it prob- was inside. Okay. Yeah, it lives inside. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was thinking like a big ass hog, you know. No, it's one of those. Okay. Oh, what'd she say it was? It was a cuckoo or something. So I don't, that doesn't sound right. I don't know. I truly coon, do not. Coon coon. It was a coon coon, I think, which is the same type of pig as the pig in Moana, apparently. Oh, okay. So they're like, you know, decent size, but they don't get big, you know, like, yeah. so they're like, easily you know it, i mean the smaller than like a big dog so it can be in the house you know yeah that's um, cool so yeah they, her, her name is poppy Aww, <laughs> poppy the pig sweet. i she's, love it she's still little but uh yeah she's cute mm-hmm. um and i forgot where we what we were doing oh i think you were talking about your favorite moment yes no. yes, yes yeah. i am <laughs> i'm talking about dean's first kiss yes and, yes um, um I don't really remember how well I did on my first kiss. I remember, <laughs> I remember, I remember it. First of all, it was at um, the roller skating rink uh-huh. um, and I was 11, I think. And the, the guy was older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, was, <laughs> he was like 12 or 13. I can't remember. Ooh. I was still in elementary school though. And he was definitely like going into seventh grade. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't think I did very well. I, I can't remember exactly what happened, but it was similar in the like, Hey, let's try that again. You know, but like, I feel like nobody yeah. gets their first kiss down well you know like, yeah yeah I mean it was just a just a, a peck you know oh yeah for, for the sure. first time as it should be really but like yeah um yeah so we used to like meet there every weekend you know for a couple months and just like put on our roller skates and then sit on a bench and then like make out for a while <laughs> and like and then my mom would come pick me up and she told me like really recently that she saw me do that one time and she was just like mortified <laughs> and and did not like break it up she just like waited till I was done <laughs> and then, I mean I guess in that instance like thank you mom but also, yeah like, it's weird yeah 
Yeah. And then uh, I think only one time I have been someone's first kiss and it went almost exactly like it did for Dean. Like dude didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, like, is this your first kiss? And, and he was, I mean, I said it in a non <laughs> not way, like that. Yeah, still, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was nice about it. And then, you know, and then we did some, some teaching and that was fine. <laughs> so yeah, it kind of, you know, just kind of made me think of all that. I thought that the actor, like it, like imagine acting a first kiss and not knowing how, like, it sounds weird, right? Like, yeah. how would you really go about that? And like a realistic, not overacting or over, yeah, not overacting kind of way. I don't know. Anyway, I feel like they're probably just like, hey, kiss each other. And they're both like, uh, you know, like- what? Also, young Robin to me looked way older than young Dean. Oh, see, I didn't get that. I did. I don't know. Maybe it was just her. I don't know. Yeah. Just like everything about her. She just looked like like five years older than him, which I mean, was probably fine with a 16 year old dude, but like, seems weird. Yeah. But old Robin did not look older than old, yeah, old Robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways, this has gone uh, off track. What was your favorite moment? <laughs> <laughs> um, so my favorite moment was that when Dean like found out that Robin actually remembered him and he was like, oh, oh, I knew it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a pretty good moment. Yeah. Part of me, that story I told earlier about like seeing that guy that I used to work with and boff and whatever, like part of me, like when I think about that awkward encounter (laughs) and like he realizes that he should recognize me, like I, I sometimes wish that I would have been like, oh, hey, like this is who I am. Like, I know that if I told you my name and where we used to work together, like you would remember me, you know, but like, like, Eh, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, do I want to go through that like awkward thing with like, you know, Eric there and like his friends and like, you know, and then again, Probably like, no, yeah, you know, like, it just, it just seemed like the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I mean, not that it would be like an awful thing necessarily, but I feel like that's not, there's, there's a different setting for that. You know? Yeah. I just, I want to, I want to know what like his like gut, like first, like facial expression would be when he remembered me you know what I'm I mean be like oh you know yeah, like, like would it be, be like, like oh hey you know, like, exactly yeah I want to you know? know like what what are those like is that like a is that like a, a funny time for you or like a oh that was a horrible time <laughs> like you know like I just like I want to know like where I fall in that like memory place yeah like for what him. are we yeah. thinking here you know yeah 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 anyway I mean, yeah. who knows but yeah kind of interesting yeah. though mm-hmm yeah. <laughs> um, so our interesting facts, I just closed them because I'm an idiot. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, here's my thing. I'm going to close out of this page. Um, we're good. Got it. Okay. So it says, um, Aaron Carpluck, who plays Robin in this episode, also appeared in season one, episode 21 as Monica, uh, the mother of the six month old baby. I remember that. Yeah, where she's like going down the street in a stroller or whatever. And Sam is like, when was your baby born? Oh my God, you're going to die on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it says uh, Karen Conneval, uh, the actress who plays Ruth, um, first appeared in season four, episode 11, Family Remains, as Mrs. Curry, um, the housekeeper who found the first victim. I do not remember that. Or what Family episode remains. Family Remains is, to be honest. Uh mm. 
gonna look it up because I feel like family remains supernatural. Is that the one where it wasn't like a a ghost? It was like feral children. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. is that that one? Okay, that one. Okay, I don't so remember her in that play? though. Yeah, I don't remember like a housekeeper or anything. Cast. <clears throat> I couldn't remember if that episode had already happened or not actually in our like podcast timeline. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, so Mary. Yeah, that's okay. Uncle Ted. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, Mrs. Curry, but like who is Mrs. Curry? I don't know. Well, that must, I'm trying to remember. I just remember there being the family and then the daughter and the son that were left there and that are all feral. And then Sam Dean. I don't remember anybody else, but so, yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Moving <tried>. on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now I've, oh, no, never mind. I was like, now I've screwed it all up. Okay. Um, it says, Dean tells Timmy, uh, give me your best Kung Fu grip. Um, he's referring to the soft plastic hands of the GI Joe from the 1970s adventure team series that allowed the action figure to tightly grip his weapons. I did not know that. I didn't either. Huh. Um, it says Dylan Everett, who plays young Dean has dark brown eyes while Jensen Ackles, um, has light green eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, it says Tom McBeef or Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Who plays Jack, the first killed in this episode, also appeared in season two, episode 10, Hunted as Mr. Carey. Which one is Hunted? I can't is think that- of it. Oh, is that the one? Uh, I'm guessing that that's one of the ones with Gordon trying to hunt Sam for some reason. That's that's what comes to mind. I don't know if that's true or not. That's I have just, no idea. Yeah, but I don't remember him. He didn't look familiar to me in this episode. I'm going to hold on. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to find out. <laughs> Because yeah. it gives you like a little, um, what? yeah, that's the one where Gordon has Sam in the barn. Oh, look at me. I look feel like you. I'm two for two. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hot diggity damn. <laughs> <laughs> I win. <laughs> um, it, so it says, um, Aaron Carpluck played, um, in episode 21, Freak Nation of Dark Angel, along with uh, Jensen Ackles, um, both of them played super soldiers. Um, Aaron Karpleck played Jem in X5, while Jensen Ackles played Alec X5494 or something. Yeah. Um, he also played Ben X5493 in season one, A Psychopath. I don't know what any of that means, but they were in the same show together. <laughs> I, I, you got, you lost me at dark angel, which I've seen, right. You said dark angel, right? You said yeah. those words. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I remember Jensen being in that, but, um, I, I truly don't remember like anything about it. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Cause it yeah. was so long ago that I watched that. So. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it says the title of this episode comes from 1983 Sean Penn movie, Bad Boys, about um, locked up juvenile delinquents. Um, it says oh. Dylan Everett Young Dean was born January 24th, 1995. Um, his character, Dean Winchester, was born January 24th, 1979. Okay. So he's got the same birthday as uh, Dean. So that's kind of cool. That's adorable. 
Um, it says, Dean says to Sam, uh, let's get the hell out of Dodge. Um, get the hell out of Dodge is a reference to Dodge City, Kansas, uh, which was a favorite location for Westerns in the early to mid 20th century. Uh, most memorably, the phrase was made famous by the TV show Gunsmoke, in which villains were often commanded to get the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> okay. Um, it says when Dean gets a strong EMF reading in the barn, he says, all right, Casper, where are you at? Uh, Casper, the friendly ghost was the main character in the 1940s cartoon comic book of the same name. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the last one, it says when Sam and Dean are discussing how all of the deaths and injuries are linked to Timmy, Dean says, we got ourselves a Damien on our hands. Um, this is a reference to the Omen, um, a 1976 cult classic thriller also remade in 2006 in which a child named Damien, who is surrounded by mysterious deaths and ominous events, is revealed to be the Antichrist. Oh, yeah. I've only seen that remake uh, probably when it came out. So because you you asked me on the phone the other day, right? When we were going, you're like, what is Damien? Like, what does that mean? Do you remember that? Uh, I think we were I think it was when we were Zooming maybe and i was because i was trying to i was thinking of the name of damon from vampire diaries yeah remember? and yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. trying to like isn't that the same name of the guy from vampire diaries or the character from vampire diaries and then i was like oh no never mind <laughs> yeah i damon, never saw the original damien. yeah so. and i thought i thought like in my memory because that was a long time ago that he was like possessed but no he's the antichrist okay a little I mean, different you know yeah that's fine <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so our research from this week um, is the Catskills because they mentioned them briefly. <laughs> and I think they're in the Catskills, aren't they? Or yes. somewhere close by there yeah. or something like that. Or As a little side note, Killian the other day was looking up, I don't know why, he was looking up the word ketchup on like <laughs> on something on the tablet. And he was like, how do you spell ketchup? So I'm spelling it for him. And he's like, no, I asked you how you spell ketchup. And we were like, that's how you spell ketchup, dude. And we were like, look at the bottle. And he was like, yeah. whoa. And it like blew his mind. <laughs> how you spell ketchup. And I was like, and you know, some people spell it differently, just like depending on the brand, really, you know, like, well, some people call it catsup too. That's true. Right. Yeah. He was just all confused. So that's pretty cute. Yeah. Ketchup is confusing sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it goes with a lot of things, but like, it's confusing sometimes. Yeah. Um, so this is off of the great, or it's off of greatnortherncatskills.com and it's, uh, explore the haunted places of the great Northern Catskills. Uh, so it says, mysterious and by many accounts haunted, uh, these Catskill destinations are full of things that go bump in the night. Um, the first one is the Salisbury Manor in Leeds. Um, it says, a historic 1730 farmhouse in Leeds, New York. Uh, Salisbury Manor um, has rich history and is known for its colonial era uh, architecture. However, the manor is also known for an event much more sinister. The murder of a young servant named Anna Dorothea Swartz um, whose life ended on the manor's grounds in 1755. The records show that young Anna worked for the owner of the manor, uh, William Salisbury. Uh, Salisbury, a known tyrant who treated his staff terribly. One night, tired of enduring the abuse, Anna tried to escape. Salisbury gave chase and caught her. He tied her to the back of a horse and dragged her back to the farm, ripping her body to shreds along the way. Oh my God. Wait, how old was she? Um, Let's say. 
It doesn't say. It just says I, she died I mean, in 1755. Okay. I mean, obviously, it's horrible no matter what age you are, but. Yeah. It just says young. It doesn't say yeah. how old she was. Oh, um, horrible way to die. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, it says, William Salisbury was found guilty of the murder of Anna, but he bribed the judge to suspend his sentence until he turned 99. What the actual fuck? Yeah, like, like once I'm 99, throw me in jail. But up until then, let me live, you know? Like, wow. who the mm, Whatever. Yeah, I would fucking haunt some shit, too, if that happens. <laughs> like, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, it says, shortly after the trial, citizens of Leeds claimed to see her ghost sitting on the wall outside of the Salisbury Manor, making this a true haunted house. Um, others saw a huge ghost horse riding by the manor, um, now thought to be haunted, and could hear the hal- or the halping goofs, the galloping hooves <laughs> of the horse and the screams of Anna. Um, and it says, please note, Salisbury Manor is privately owned and is not open to the public. <laughs> Gotcha. Um, the next one, it says the old, it's the old game farm. It says no ghosts here, just faded impressions and abandoned buildings left behind with this, when this zoo closed in 2006, founded by Roland Lindemann in 1933, the farm was created to house 28 species of deer. The old Catskill game farm became the first privately owned zoo in the United States and a renowned Catskills attraction. Visitors walked three and a half miles of pathways among 100 buildings on 150 acres to observe and and often hand feed more than 2,000 animals. Giraffes, pygmy hippos, rhinos, wild horses, kangaroos, and many more called this place home. Huh. Okay. You, I, I got stuck on like people walking three and a half miles and I was like, who would do that? (laughs) miles isn't too bad and it probably was over hours right like it wasn't just like you know let's run this three and a half miles you know I was just like wait 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 (laughs) yeah that's like 5k let's go you know yeah all right almost 5k I think a 5k is like oh I want to say a 5k is like 3.1 miles I've done one 5k and I feel like that's what I remember it being. I could totally be lying to you right now, but I think 5k is about three ish miles. So, okay. Anyway, I'm going to believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not necessarily believing me, but I mean, we'll go. With it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it says Ben and Kathy Ballone um, bought the old game farm after it closed and now welcome guests on arranged visits to tour abandoned pens, kiosks, Offices and animal areas once known by monikers such as Giraffe House, Big Cat Area, and the African Exhibit, um, an area still hemmed by empty moats. Um, four campsites and the Long Neck Inn that lay tucked into surrounding forests offer, or offer a unique Catskills lodging experience within the vacant zoo, um, while photographer Matthew Christopher hosts a workshop on the grounds each year. Have a haunting experience and a key piece of Catskills history at the old game farm. So it's Why just, cre- is- it's creepy because it's abandoned okay, and you can like right. stay there and stuff. It's kind of like the whole like land of Oz thing. It sounds like, you know, where gotcha. they've got the yeah, old like rides like or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so the next one is point lookout in, um, it says now known as the captain's in point lookout, the point lookout in has a rich history that is much darker than its modern and cheery appearance. <laughs> it is believed that many years ago, a couple checked into room 12 of point lookout Um, and only one person left. It is recorded that the man who checked into the hotel that fateful night murdered the woman he was with in that very room. 
In the years that followed, many guests noticed strange things happening in room 12, such as flickering lights, foul odors, and voices. Um, still hmm. wondering about the validity of the tale, a team of paranormal investigators visited room 12 and brought with them two cadaver dogs. Why? Oh. Uh, oh, I thought, okay, for a second there, I was like, why would they bring dead dogs? No, they brought... <laughs> I was like, that seems stupid. Why would they do that? No, Okay. They brought the cadaver smelling dogs. Yes. Like that look yes. for cadavers. Yes. Okay. I have now caught up and I feel kind of like an idiot, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, it's all good. <laughs> um, it says they went right into the corner of the haunted hotel room where the murder was thought to have happened and reacted as they would to indicate death. Mm. Um, it says visit the modern day captain in point um, on your Wait. next adventure. So did they find a body? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. They just were like, yeah, they didn't dig it up. Yeah. If they're cadaver dogs, like, is it like, did they just really not clean that like very well at all? And there's still like blood and stuff in the carpet or in like the subfloor or something. Well, didn't they say that that they never found the body? Didn't they say that? That like two people went in and only one came out? I'm maybe I missed something. Um, yeah. So it just says two people came in and one person went out. So I don't know. It doesn't say if they ever found a body or not. Um, okay. but because I was thinking like, Oh, cadaver dogs are looking for the body and like, maybe the body's in the, well, that's what I would wall. think. I wouldn't think, Oh, the cadaver dogs like are picking up a haunting. I would be like the cadaver dogs have found this body. Maybe you should try and find it and dig it up. You know, like, yeah. Get that body out of that room. You know, like that to me would make the most sense. But I mean, what do I know? Huh. Maybe, I know. maybe we <laughs> should weird look thing. into that a little bit. Yeah. The whole thing is weird. It's like, okay, if your cadaver dog is like hitting on something, you would think that that would mean that there is something there. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. But if they were just paranormal investigators at like a, a, you know, what is it a, it's a hotel? Is that what you said? Sorry. Um, it's an, I'm inn, a little yeah. scattered today. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, maybe they just were like, well, we can't tear up the wall of this inn, right? Because we're just no, but you would think that they would say, like, like, hey, your dog hit on something in here. Maybe you should come in and like figure that out and like make sure there's <laughs> yeah. no dead bodies in the wall of this hotel, you know, like interesting. Or interesting. in the corner or wherever it was. They said it was in a corner. Yeah. yeah. Because it said I got like, questions about that. Okay. I know. I have a lot of questions about that too. I'm kind of like, why would you not do something about that? But whatever. I don't know. What do I yeah. know? Um, <laughs> Maybe so, it's haunted and brings in business, you know, for people wanting to stay in the haunted room, right? Yeah, that's true. But like, so we'll just keep the dead bodies to have like that. <laughs> it's very gross. Yeah. I'm sure it's, it's long right. past the point of smelling bad, but like, <laughs> I don't know. You think it would have originally smelled pretty bad. You think? Right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, right. unless there's maybe just like a piece of a body left in there. So like, you know, a finger got left behind or something, you know? And so like, that's <laughs> what they're hitting on. And it's not like there's a body there. There's just like hair or something, you know? All right. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, questions, so that's fine. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so the last one is uh, Murderer's Creek in Athens. Um, it says, in August of 1813, a young and popular daughter of a prominent businessman went missing in the town of Athens, located in Greene County, New York. Um, the entire town set out to find missing Sally Hamilton. 
Three days later, her body was found under a bridge in a creek less than 500 feet away from the place she went missing. <laughs> Do you think that would be an easier, like, start at the place she went missing and go from the, I don't know, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, right. Um, it took them three days to go 500 feet, but that's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> it says this Creek is now known as murderers Creek and has been, um, it has been storied that she was discovered mutilated and with a broken skull. Um, since the murder, the Creek has been thought to be haunted by the spirit of young Sally Hamilton. Um, what's more frightening than thinking of a specter rising from a misty morning on the water. Ugh. It says, check out boat rentals in nearby Catskill in Athens and find your haunted paddle through the Murderer's Creek. Wow. No, thanks. That's like me going into Green River. Like, I feel like, no, you know, like I grew up easily next to Green River and like, I could go there within three minutes of my house, you know, because I mean, Green River is long, but like, still, you know, like we were near part of green river and like i don't really want to like hey green river killer gary ridgeway like no thank you he had bodies in there i don't want to step through a rib cage or something when i'm like out like and like the only reason that he didn't get the death penalty at the time i think was because i mean i could totally be wrong but i'm pretty sure that the reason that he didn't get it was because he was giving them information like he has a deal with them is like every so often he has to give them the location of another body to is like is that true that's what i heard i don't know if it's true or not like i could totally should, i don't know but like it we should sounds find a way to like tie him into an episode because i'd love to deep dive into that oh, he yeah. got caught not that long ago he got caught when i was working at barnes and noble yeah, like he he hasn't been in jail for that long, but like yeah. he, I mean, comparatively, you know, like, but right, right. he, I mean, he's got like how many life sentences now? Like he's never getting out, you know. Mm-hmm. But he, I think his thing was he went after like prostitutes and that sort of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. he um took so fun side note, just in case we don't get to this later, if we can't tie him in somehow, um my mom was friends with somebody who his was like her daughter was, or her daughter, her son was best friends with his son and would like regularly spend the night at that house Mm -hmm. with, you know, like, and he brought his son a couple of times with him to pick up women. Um, to, Oh, you're, you're freezing and stuff. What did you, I missed your last sentence. He brought his son with him sometimes to pick women up. Um, oh yeah so like there's a couple times where like the kid was in the car like wow and I don't know like what the kid saw whatever and it sounds like his wife like he would come home like covered in blood at night and tell him or tell her that he was like hunting or whatever and she would just like wash his clothes for him like first of all yeah I mean unless you don't know anything about hunting which is very possible but like even then I would think it's a little suspicious that like Hey, first of all, you're not allowed to shoot guns at night because like you don't see where you're shooting and like hunting, you are not allowed to do that. It's like sun up to sundown. Like that's pretty much it, you know? So like that's not a thing, you know? <laughs> and like, okay, not only that, but like if you're telling somebody that you're going out hunting at any point and you're covered in blood, like where's the meat? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know sorry sorry yeah I just wasn't prepared for you to say that um (laughs) uh, you know okay because like 
if it's I like mean, okay i'm hunting easily... and i'm killing things and there is blood on me like what are you doing with it like where like where where's the evidence you know like, yeah, he could have easily lied and been like i have a place you know that i pay to hold my meat <laughs> like, well no that's a thing know. so like yeah. you can you like drop off the animals or whatever at like a butcher mm-hmm. shop sometimes and like they'll yeah. like process it for you and everything but still eventually there would be meat products coming back to you you know like yeah I mean unless he went that extra step maybe and like decided to buy deer meat or something at a butcher and like a bunch of it and like bring it back I don't know you know like, I don't know I kind of want to like deep dive into like his wife and like her stories about it you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and like what she from what I know which is really honestly nothing is that um she has nice things to say about her husband so yeah um but I haven't researched at all maybe it's different now or maybe you know that's not the case that's just what I See, most of this is like what I've heard from other people who have like read the book that's about him and like the different stuff, you know? So like, I haven't read the book. I kind of want to, but like, I'm a chicken shit. And so Mm -hmm. (laughs) if I read that, I'll probably just freak myself right out. But like, yeah. 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 Well, hopefully we can, like I said earlier, like tie it into an episode so we can really deep dive. Yes, we could just deep dive for our own curiosity, but like that could end in weird places. <laughs> We're going to have like the FBI show up at our house. It's like, why do you keep Googling this stuff? Oh, you know, like, oh, well, no, I just feel... We're not the only ones. Yeah, exactly. There's like a serial killer phase that exactly. you know, like, yeah. everybody seems to be going through with all the documentaries and all that right now. And like, the true crime podcast for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And they like, that's even like a mom. It. That's like a mom stereotype right now is like mm-hmm. the, the true crime podcast specifically mm-hmm. and documentaries, but mostly podcasts while you like drink heavily. That's like yeah. the mom <laughs> stereotype right now. This is how I calm down is listening to serial killer podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I've, yeah. I've heard that a lot. Well, and like, maybe we should do that for like a outtakes episode or something. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Just like. Because, I mean, let's be real. Our outtakes are not, like, bloopers or anything from the show. It's, like, all the tangents that we want to go on that, like, we can't go on because... Because <laughs> you probably don't want... Long. Yeah, you probably don't want a bunch of three-hour episodes like our last outtakes. Maybe you do. <laughs> and if you do, maybe you should let us know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can arrange that because we yeah. bullshit a lot, you know? Like, yeah. We could just record that and then put it out there do we want to just record that put it out there who knows but you know we could do that we, we could it's possible yeah so you probably don't want us to do that and if that's the case you should let us know <laughs> yeah. are we doing the right or wrong thing <laughs> we don't know we don't know that's fine we're just gonna keep on doing it <laughs> um. so what was your idiot or aspect moment Okay, so the other day I went to a um, uh, one of Killian's like karate friends birthday parties and it was at his uh, dojo, which was super fun. Um, And so we're in like, you know, they do like a like a two hour like you know, all the fun parts of, you know, karate lessons. Yeah. The <laughs> kids who don't go there, you know, so, um, so that was fun. And then we go into like the party room for like the eating and the, you know, I was going to say drinking, but no, these are seven-year-olds. Um, I mean, but it, still like, you I know, mean, there was 
juice box. Right, right, right. Yeah. But like, you know, just like the, the pizza and the cake and all that. And, um, you know, so it's in like its own separate room. And if you want to go to the bathroom, you have to like walk out of the room and into the bathroom, obviously. Okay. So like, I don't know what happened. Like we had a really good time. It was like a three hour, you know, shindig and, and whatever. Eric came with me, which was nice because, um, I didn't know anybody there. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the bathroom. So I'm, I'm trying to like walk out of the room door and someone said something behind me and I wasn't sure if they were talking to me or not. And so I kind of turned around to look still walking forward. And then I turned back to face the way I'm going and there's the wall. Like, I, literally, <laughs> I mean, it was more like the door frame. Like, it wasn't like the wall. Like, I didn't miss it totally. Like, I just, like, halfway missed it, right? So, like, I, like, full-on smacked into the door frame, like, all the way from, like, my forehead down to my <laughs> leg. Like, just with, like, a full body wave. I, like, wormed on it. You know what I mean? I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And my, like, my arm, times. like, wrapped around, and it was, like, Ugh! And I was wearing makeup, like, foundation. <laughs> Yeah, I left that on the white door frame. <laughs> so I was like, Ugh. so like nobody like laughed or like pointed at me and laughed or like, I mean, I think only Eric really noticed. And he, yeah, he did laugh, but like in a loving I'm here for you sort of way. <laughs> like, oh, man. You know? <laughs> sure, I've had worse run ins with door. I mean, I full on ran at like closed glass door like like, <laughs> like that's happened but like you know I was a kid and smaller and yeah you know. <laughs> I ran through at one point when I was a kid you made me you're you made me remember you reminded me whatever yeah anyway, <laughs> I'm like I don't know I did at my old house growing up I remember like going to run outside and like not realizing the screen door was shut and just like taking the whole thing off of it and just <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel it. I, I've done it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've I've yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a long time since I've ran into like a, you know, a solid thing. <laughs> like a door or door frame or wall or whatever. Just like face first. There we go. I am amazed that I did not break my glasses, but like I must have been like forehead or like tilted my head down a little bit because like my forehead definitely absorbed most of it, you know? <laughs> so that was cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Not going to lie, if I was there, I probably would have laughed at you. <laughs> I know. I was just like, uh, okay, that's fine. Eric was like, there's a moment. You should you should tell Rochelle. And I was like, I will. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel better, I probably would have laughed if I would have done it too. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least I didn't, like, stun myself, you know, and, or, like, or, like fall Give yourself over. a concussion. Yeah, like, knock, knock over and unconscious. <laughs> a la Sam Winchester you know like <laughs> yeah wear my helmet <laughs> I know I know it's like one of those really thick like sweat bands around my forehead <laughs> <laughs> yep so yeah that's it okay what's your itch it or ask but moment <laughs> so mine is that my stupid dumb taxes this year, like took me, oh my gosh, don't even get me started on all the things that I had to do. Like 
I've done all my taxes by myself for the last ever, you know, yeah. and like never had to like pay extra for anything because like my taxes are really easy. Like I own a car. Yeah. That's right. it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I get it. And I didn't buy it this year. So like, mm-hmm. you know, there's no, you know, it's just kind of like, okay. You know, like super, super simple. And mm-hmm. like, it was just a whole freaking process that took me like days to get through of like having to go and try and find all these different like pieces of information and like getting on there. And like the biggest thing was because I don't have, um, benefits through my work. I just do like, I go through like the health plan finder thing and like, Oh yeah. For the find my stuff there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, fine, but they give you like tax credits based off of how much or you make or didn't make or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so apparently, well, with COVID that like screwed everything up because I made way less than like what sure, I yeah. was right. supposed to. Right. Yeah. Um, and with that, like they gave me, I guess, extra tax credits or something for last year that okay. they then were like, oh, by the way, we gave you too much, even though like they know my information, they know what like money I made and didn't make and all that sort of stuff. So like how this happens, I don't know, but I had to pay back like $1,100 for my taxes. Which, like, And they don't say, oh, well, like here, you can pay this back over like X amount of time, or like you can do a payment plan or something. They don't do that. They're like, you're done with your taxes give us this money right now. Like this is how you, what you have to do to like do your taxes. Right. And it's like, are you kidding me? So that was like a whole thing that I'm like, well, like I don't have $1,100 just like sitting around, you know? So that was a whole thing that like I had to figure Ah. that out. And like, there was all these different, like just to make the payment, you had to like go and like do like create like a website through like the IRS somehow or not a website, a um, login through the IRS. And it was like, you were having to do like facial recognition software, you know, like they oh literally like make you scan your face, you know, to like wow. make sure you're like, not your stuff isn't getting hacked or whatever. I don't know. It was weird. The whole thing was weird. I've never had that to scan seems, my face to get into anything. Weird. Okay. So just I'll, I want you to continue with your story, but like we, we did our taxes of like H and R block, mm-hmm. which we That's have what to I did pay a my... lot for. Okay. Yeah. There was nothing. We were in person and they weren't, we didn't have to scan our faces. Why would that be? But did you have to pay something or did you get money back? We got money back. Yeah. See, I had to pay. Well, how are, why, why do you have to go sense? through a specific website to pay? Well, why do you need to face scan to give someone's money? Like that's not scamming. I'm, I'm confused. I don't know. It's just something that the IRS does apparently to like make it more safe or something. So you can like put your information in there and it's not like, I don't know. It was dumb. The whole thing was dumb. And I'm just like, okay, like, (laughs) yeah, why is this happening to me? And then of course, in the middle of it all, my, like trying to get into that website, my computer's like, oh, your browser's not up to date. So you can't get onto this and do this. And so I'm like having to update the computer, do all these different things. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? And then just to do the taxes to begin with, they're like, oh, well, your taxes are complicated. So you have to pay like $60 or whatever to like file your taxes. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't have, like, I've got like two things to put in here. Like there's no, <laughs> what? what? You know? like, What's yeah. complicated? That's weird. I've there's never heard of complicated. that. That's the thing. It didn't make any sense. So I had to pay like $60 for that. And then I had to pay like $1,100 back in taxes because of the stupid healthcare thing. And then to do the web, site to pay they're like oh well you have to pay like 
a 2.9%, you know, interest on your payment too. So like, I didn't just have to pay like $1,100. I had to pay like $1,130 or something like that, which I mean, $30 is not that big of a thing, but like when you're already paying $1,100, like, yeah, that's just another finger in your asshole, man. That's no good. (laughs) For real though. And like, what happens if people have to pay more than that? You know, like if you're having to pay back, like God forbid, like five or six grand, like just add another, you know, however much onto that, like that, that's awful, you know, like just for your convenience. It's like there, I don't know, like if you're already making people pay you for something, like don't charge them on the payment, you know, it's not a credit card, you know? Yeah. That's so weird. How, you know, like, I don't know, the whole thing was weird. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know what to think about this because this doesn't like, it was weird. The whole thing was weird. And I was kind of like the whole time going like, is this right? You know, like, yeah. Have you tried someone else besides H&R Block to see? I mean, well, this is the first time this type of thing has happened to you. Right. So who knows if, well, I mean, so last year I did TurboTax and I had to pay back Mm -hmm. like 50 bucks or something like that, because like with my, you know, divorce and all that things just got shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I had to pay like 50 bucks back and it wasn't that big of a deal, but like, I think if it's over like a certain amount, you must have to go through a different website or something because mm. what I remember doing for that, at least with TurboTax is TurboTax was just like, okay, like, or maybe it wasn't TurboTax. I don't remember, but like, it was just like a, okay, click here, click here, put your yeah. credit card information in or whatever. And then you're done, you know, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, I don't know. The whole thing seemed weird. And like, it kind of makes me nervous that like, did I not pay back my taxes or did it like, where did this money go? I don't know. You know, like yeah, I printed I out a receipt and I kept too. it to like, that way I could say like, look, I paid this, you know, like mm-hmm. just in case, but the whole thing was just weird. Like it was just a whole, like dealing with taxes this year sucked, you know? So yeah. that was like, the IRS was a big old ass butt to me. <laughs> You know, you should go on their website and like log in. I'm sure there's like check status of tax return and it will tell you if you actually did. I mean, just in case you're worried you got like scammed by some like side site or something, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I have to look at that. But I I mean, for them to like have like all the information that they needed and like take a facial scan, you know, like that seems very government ish it does. To me, yeah it you know, does. Like, I, I haven't I haven't which, heard anybody else say anything like that before not that I've talked to people about their taxes really but like yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah yeah I just feel like I mean that is obviously a newer thing you know yeah so like I feel like I would have heard about that anyway yeah maybe but, it's just like hmm. like H&R blocks like site that they use for the IRS or something like because I could see where it's like each you know, company maybe has their own like site and like how they send the money to the IRS. And like, yes, mm-hmm. la- yesterday, last year I did a different site. So maybe that's why it was, you know, mm-hmm. different, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah. No, I just hoping that I don't have to like now pay like $60 a year just to file my taxes. Right. Yeah. Like, that's, so weird. that's ridiculous. Like I'm not like, nobody's looking over it. There is no, there's nothing to look over, you know, like it's mm-hmm, yeah. put in your information from your W2. Okay. You're pretty much done. You know, like, right, right. like, Oh, here, you need to also get this form for your healthcare. Okay. Now you're really done. You know, like, yeah, that's all it is. It's just putting in information. I'm not having to like come up with numbers anywhere else really. So that's weird. Know. Yeah. Our, our taxes are a, a little more complicated. So that's why we go in. Cause Eric's got like all this extra stuff, you know? Yeah. So, um, 
I did not work last year. So I literally had nothing. So, (laughs) you know, but, but, you know, you still have to go in and do all the signing and like, Mm -hmm. um, so we were there for like, Okay. I, I actually really like H&R Block there. I like the way they, they are run. I, when it was just me working at Barnes Noble and, you know, not married and mm-hmm. kids and things, you know, it was just me and TurboTax online for sure. And that was yeah. fine, <laughs> you know, that, that worked yeah. out, but like, um, but yeah, so like we were there for like 20 minutes to like sign all the things and then, mm-hmm. you know, you get your, they tell you how much you get back and then they're like, okay. So it's like, now you need to give me 300 or $400 because yeah. I did that for you for 20 minutes. We're yeah. just like, which is that dumb. hurts. That hurts. But like, yeah. it would have taken us a very long time to do on our own for sure. So yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's not Fine. even, yeah. yeah. Not that $304 is like change by any means, oh, you know no, what I yeah. mean? Like that, but, but we know because we've done that for years now, like that we need to pay that money. So we yeah. plan for that, you know, but yeah. it's just, it's still just like, fuck, like that's a lot of money. God I damn. know like, for 20 minutes of work. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry that happened. Super weird. And you it's should just, totally check I, the, yeah, I'm going to, see, yeah. I was like, and you know, cause that was just a few days ago. So I was kind of like, I should give it some time to like, let it do its thing, you know, yeah, or like, yeah. let, I'm like, sure it's fine, but I would, I'm know. sure it's fine, you know, but like, you know, I just have to wait kind of until it's like, okay, if I give it like a week or two and check it just to make sure that like it all went through correctly. Cause sometimes it takes them a long time to process that stuff. So, yeah. Also, but. I heard from like, I don't know, a bunch of like news articles, but like, you know, in the last month or two that like the IRS was like really backlogged, probably, I don't know why I'm sure there are COVID reasons, but like that people were taking that they were taking a lot longer to like give people their, um, their refunds, you know, well, I'm not getting anything. So yeah. at least, like- well, I know I'm just talking about, <laughs> yeah. about us. like, like, so normally it takes like two weeks to like mm-hmm. three weeks, yeah. And, but yeah, but I've been just hearing everywhere. Like it's taking a lot longer for them just to get caught up, you know, for whatever reasons. And yeah, it, we got ours in like, I don't even think it was seven days. Yeah. It was like really quick. I was like, mm, is this okay? Like, yeah, like- <laughs> I mean, thank you. But like, what? What's yeah. My- yeah. Everything is just, everything is weird. Okay. We'll just yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening to SNR shenanigans. You can email us at idgets and aspects podcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under idgets and aspects, a supernatural podcast. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and send us your idget and aspect moments for a chance to hear your story on our podcast. Thanks again. Thank you. <laughs>